<laughs> went home. Uh, Mum asked me, how was your day? And I just burst out crying. I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't. I just couldn't. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'll edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> David Hines going to kill me. <laughs> Absolute chaos. I've got another caller on the line. Hello. Sorry, caller. What's your name? <laughs> Callum, your wife just blanked me. <laughs> Hang up. And breathe. Lord Jesus, help us. Oh, man. Please. Oh, Please. Hello and welcome to Real Talk. This is a show where we talk about real stuff. This is TLC's first ever podcast aimed at youth and young adults. Just a forewarning, there will be no explicit content or inappropriate stories taking place whatsoever. But we hope you still enjoy and continue to tune in. Well, it's great to have you back for week two. Mm. Woo! Uh, in yep. case you didn't know who we are, because I think we failed to mention it on week one, <laughs> my name is Josh Smith. On my left is... Callum. And on my right... Another Josh. Is another Josh. <laughs> uh, Callum, have you got some really exciting news before we kick off with anything serious? Oh. Really exciting news? Come on, no, hit I us. So. Yes, yeah, so I heard that um, season two of The Witcher has been... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How excited are we about that, man? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, found out I'm going to be a dad. Yeah, so come cool. on! I like that. So yeah, that's that's pretty, that's pretty exciting. It's pretty big as that, news goes. It's slightly like big, you know, just like whole life changing. Medium big. Yeah, whole yeah. life going to change. Medium yeah, big to really. absolutely ginormous. Yeah. yeah. What was the last big news that you had? Oh, we're having a takeaway tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> like small, small news, <laughs> and because of last week when you showed us a bit of your like eating habits, mm. that's probably quite a regular occurrence. Now it is, but I just tell it to myself. Like, yes, Josh, we're going to have a takeaway tonight. <laughs> <laughs> i got to tell you, Josh, I don't think it can be big news if it happens four times a week. <laughs> nah, maybe not big news, but big munch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, congratulations. Thank you. Last week, <laughs> we kind of landed for a little while at the concept of which animal would you beat up in a fight? So you've got a phobia of cows. Hmm. We yes. discussed Rational last phobia, week. phobia, I would say. <laughs> yeah. You know, like one ton killing machine with horns. I mean, that's called a bull, mate. Thank you. Not I was going to weigh in on this, yeah. Uh, There's <laughs> definitely cows with horns, mate. In your head, if a bull came, or a, a cow with horns, cow with came horns. at you, Whoa, how horns. would you take it down? How would I take it down? I wouldn't. There's, there's no way you could possibly You'd turn and run. fight. What if Sharice, now pregnant, uh, is there standing with you? Well, I mean, right in the danger zone. I mean, you're not gonna get in the way. You're there's not a point, the Josh. There's a point. Where you've got to kind of cut your losses, haven't you? So <laughs> I mean, if I try Whoa. and fight this cow, it's gonna it's gonna gore me to death and then gore Sharice. Yeah, to but they have a so chance to run off, mate. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Cows are quite Cl fast. Collateral damage would take everyone. Have you seen a cow gallop? <laughs> Scary, mate. No. Scary. Gallop. I could not beat a cow in a fight. Don't horses I gallop. think. Yeah, but cows can gallop too. I think the key the key way is simply to just do a straight up two footed tackle on it. You know what I mean? Sweep his legs. Genuine, because if big about it, the cow's expecting it to you to be like, you know, normal human height. So it's running at you, ready to headbutt you. So you slide in below, dodge the head, and then like quickly. And then take get out trampled to death by a one ton. No, cow. because you know, studs in, bang, straight into the ankle. So <laughs> the answer to the question is if you are in a cow field where there are cows with 
horns, also known just as go horns. Go to them and slide tackle them. That's what Make you sure do. that you have football boots in your kit bag. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to address this real quickly. A cow with horns is not a bull. A cow is a female version of a bull. They can have horns. No, they cannot. They can. Should we, should Google, we, right, it. Google it. Fine, I will Google it right now. <laughs> It's it's not true. Mate, you grew up in Leicester. I grew up in the countryside. I know what I'm talking about. Do we have cows in Leicester. The wilds of Hastings. Do yep. female <laughs> cows have horns? I can't. I cannot wait to to slap you down for if this. If we're much. wrong on air, that's big, mate. That's big news. They grow horns, but the females shed them. So they can still have horns. We're both right. <laughs> I've been hit by a cow with horns. You've been hit. Yeah. No, you have not. You'd yeah, be yeah. dead, mate. You'd be dead. <laughs> You'd be dead. <laughs> a cow, you, he's saying hit. He just got lightly pushed, didn't he, by a cow. I'll tell you, there was murder in its eyes. It's like so. when people say, oh, I've been hit by a car. And actually, like, the person's opened a car door and tapped them, like in a supermarket. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite the same no, I thing. I think what you do with I mean, a cow. It's still technically a true statement. You just, you just slip it. You just, like, quickly, like, move out the way. And then just a little jab straight into the face, knock it clean out. <laughs> I just, I just, I think the size is an issue. I don't think there's any animal as big as a cow that you could take in a fight. What is? I thought you were just going to leave it as. I don't think there's any animal as big as a cow. <laughs> what is? Uh, You're wrong. What is on the that one. largest animal you can reasonably beat up with your fists? <laughs> we're not talking fists. weapons. We're talking fists. <laughs> Straight knuckle fight. Oof. So, so just you right now. You just stood up and something came into the room. What? I could feel you like up? a giant anteater. So I feel like they just haven't really got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you just grab it by its flipping yeah, nose. <laughs> Sling it. Whack. <laughs> just dash it. Dash it away. It's See like you later. Next animal. It's like the Olympic <laughs> hammer throw. Yeah, it? exactly. It probably only weighs like what? Like what, what about 10 you, Josh? Kilos? Biggest animal you could take in a fight? I don't know, you know. Like, I think if it was life or death. Like, both of you are scrapping for death. Right? I could take down a wolf. A wolf, you are yeah, joking. Yeah. No, a no, singular no, wolf. I, I think you could take joking. down a single wolf. Not You're a pack. both joking. No, not a pack, but one. Yeah, I'd have it. No. <laughs> you'd literally die. No. No, you'd die. I'd have it, mate. So what happens when it goes through your neck? You with its grab it by the neck and you keep it away because you've got long You can arms. barely play tennis. I can, can't <laughs> imagine you reacting to a wolf jumping at your neck. <laughs> wow. I did not expect my tennis game to come into this tonight, all right? <laughs> so you, so I can say it's, a wolf is a bit bigger than a tennis ball. You so can't catch, catch a ball. You can't catch a wolf. <laughs> so if a wolf jumps at your neck, you're going to watch, catch it and expect no. it to just stop in your I'm going to use your cow technique. Slip it. Jab it in the Yeah, eyes. but a wolf's a little bit quicker than a cow. And it's got like claws and stuff it'll just scratch you up i think reasonably for me i reckon either a large goat or <laughs> genuine because you see him trying to start on you it's like sometimes I'm like yeah what goat or yeah maybe just a pig then yeah pig, pig. pig's fine Come to you, punch it <laughs> knock it out. i think it's all about stranglehold knock it out yeah i don't think dog like, like nothing quick you could take a dog. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it would hurt you. Yeah. Like a chihuahua. chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. Chihuahua's what I call a dropkick dog. No, you like know, <laughs> Chihuahua, Jack Russell, uh, just anything small. Yeah, yeah. Yappy dog. Any yappy dog. Although I got to tell you, my, my aunt used to have a Jack Russell. And uh, I remember going to a house once. And I don't know why this thing just saw red. And like I walked in and was like, oh, hello to the dog. <laughs> it jumped up. Grabbed my face with its teeth, and it, it literally just was hanging like off my face. Out of water. Genuinely. It, yeah. Like his whole body weight, like just hanging from my face. <laughs> 
I was like seven. It was traumatizing. That's I've never nice. liked Jack Russell's ever since. <laughs> so, for you. Yeah, so we mentioned, yeah, we mentioned <laughs> about baboons last podcast. And you're, so we're adding melee weapons into the mix now. Yeah. Because I feel like... You're speaking like a proper gamer there. <laughs> <laughs> Only people that play video games know what melee yeah. is. Melee, yeah. a handheld uh, my, weapon. My, uh, my skill with melee weapons is plus seven. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know, because I think when you've got something that you can actually like deal damage with, uh, yeah, I reckon you can take a couple, but baboons are vicious. Like you, I've seen so many David Attenborough documentaries where baboons savaging her like a little deer. They're vicious. Man. Yeah, but, but deer doesn't have a baseball bat, does it? Yeah. So you think? Yeah, you, I think I could take seven baboons with a baseball bat. Seven baboons, right? Well, so we'll eight, and I'm dead. Seven. I think I've got a little <laughs> bit of a chance. What's the what's the param- other parameters? So we need to make the They're criteria. all coming at you at once. So I that's think. the question. Are they all rushing you? Or is it one after another? Well, like, it's not like release, a 90s fight scene where they're all running at the hero <laughs> one at a time. They're all at you, want to eat you at one time. You're dead. You can't even take one, mate. Was it baboons that were on Hunger Games? Yes. That's on yeah. the second Hunger Games. They're yeah, yeah, big. They're yeah, big. Yeah. I big. just think, like, if you had a good swing, you got a good, like, solid swing right, in your and first then what, one. You could probably hit two or three of them so, in one So you swing. hit the other one right. and because just you like, probably dun, dun, can't, dun. You can't really stop the bat in mid-swing because no offense. You just go through but it. Then, then you, so your momentum's taking you to the right and then a baboon comes and then, like, to the left. What are you doing? One jumps on you. What are you doing? Like throw it off it on the floor, smash its head in. Throw it off. One's jumping up behind you. Throw it off with the extra two hands that you have spare. I think genuinely best tactic would be grab the bat, spin around as quick as you can continuously. No, so you knock them all out. <laughs> or vomit, or fall over. Well, they're, they're coming at you from one direction. Coming at you from one direction. Oh, no, that's, I thought they were mobbing you. What, so they're just all peering they're out of nowhere? They're all just... Like, bang, bang, bang. bang, they're there. It's like in The Hobbit, you know, where all the goblins are coming down, and they're just like... No one's going to get out of Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I'm, I get you. <laughs> no, I think two for you. I'm thinking about three for you. I don't even know. Not even one. What? Hang on, why can Josh kill w- one more baboon than me? I think he's referring back to my tennis skill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I'll, I'll let no you know reason. that softball was one of the sports I was good at at school. Uh, don't you think that's taking the mick though? Because softball is not, it's soft. not soft. No. It's, it's like stool uh, ball. Where's the stool? Yeah, <laughs> like badly phrased No, sports. softball, yeah, you can lose children. Cricket's got softball. nothing to do with crickets, so. <laughs> <laughs> that is true right there. So, um, in light of this kind of situation, we've come up with a couple of questions that we all want to ask each other yeah. and then get our genuine answers. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> over this next... Serious question. Yeah, over the next part of this podcast, prepare. We're going to go deep <laughs> in the realm of fantasy land, okay? So, <laughs> firstly, if it was a life or death situation and you had to either fight one duck-sized rhino... Or five rhino-sized ducks. <laughs> I think you got that the wrong way around. Duck-sized rhino. Five rhino-sized ducks would be terrified. Yeah, yeah. Five rhino-sized ducks. Yeah, so no. it's a it's a <laughs> rhino-sized duck, oh, so no. a big duck, or loads of little rhinos. Right, right, right. We'll, we'll try that again. Can <laughs> <laughs> you want to end that out? <laughs> what do you mean? It's five <laughs> duck-sized rhinos or one rhino-sized all right, duck? All right, you'll right. just be quiet now. All right. So, would you rather fight five? Yeah. Rhino sized <laughs> No, duck, duck sized ah! rhinos. <laughs> rhinos. We know what you mean. We know what you no, mean. No, we start again. Right. Shh. So the question we want to know is <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather fight five duck sized rhinos or one rhino sized yeah. duck? That's it. I think, I think duck sized rhinos because you can just kick them. 
Yeah, Zone. but do they have the strength of a normal rhino? Or is it <laughs> what, like the strength of a normal uh, rhino is the sh- size of a duck? Their strength been downgraded to rhino, to duck size, I'm guessing. Right, like, it's just smaller, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, just like a... Be... I don't know, it's like a, like a pit They're not going to be with... as like terrifying as a regular size rhino. Oh, bear with me. I've got a caller on the line to help us with this question. <laughs> uh, hello, caller. What's your name? My name's Alice. Thanks, Alice. It's great to have you on. Um, so we're asking the question, would you rather fight? You're not going to get it right. And I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm going <laughs> to allow Josh Gale to ask. Well, I'm not going to talk like you. Would you rather fight a big duck <laughs> or loads of little rhinos? Uh, um, little rhinos, definitely. Why? Give us, a, give us a reason. I want it to be valid reason, not just because... To all be this honest, means. I'm actually quite afraid of normal sized ducks <laughs> 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 to so or something a there, big duck would be really really scary whereas little rhinos I mean how big are the rhinos duck sized <laughs> mm. Mm. they don't look like ducks they look like rhinos <laughs> that, that sounds cute doesn't it what a little oh, like, yeah, you it's could, like you a could baby like, rhino you could like kill four of them and then keep the last one as a pet <laughs> and keep a teddy rhino and how many wait what is how many how many was the rhino five five, five that's easy five small rhinos are one big duck. you'd take out like two with one kick wouldn't you really so Alice they, what's the horn like massive the horn's <laughs> massive no it's not. it's to scale it's no, to is scale it sharp? is it sharp yeah it's sharp in the same way like a a pin is sharp do you know what I mean I feel like it would be like a rose thorn kind of thing. Oh, a rose oh, thorn. Blow it out. <laughs> a rose thorn. Yeah, I'm going to stick with my answer. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Thank you so much. It's been great to have you on the show. Have a great evening. Thanks. Wow. That is the answer, though. See, well, I'm going to be a bit controversial. I don't know whether I agree. And it also depends. Are we allowed? Is this just with our hands? Have you seen how yeah, ducks... Yeah, you can't have a baseball bat to kill a big say, duck, If you've you? you got, got a bow, it's just like a big duck. Just kill it. You know what I mean? Shoot it. Have you, seen, have you seen how ducks like and how do I phrase this? Uh in, initiate baby making. Right. Is, I've never is I'm really worried where you're gonna go. Watch watch David Attenborough okay. documentary about it, but it is violent. You do not want to be around a duck that's that's so y- in the mood for love. <laughs> <laughs> well there you go, stay away from love ducks. <laughs> <laughs> not too sure where you were going with that. Hello, so we've got a second caller on the line to give another opinion. So uh, hello caller, what's your name? Hi, my name is Sharice. Hi, Sharice. It's so lovely to hear from you. Hello, Sharice. <laughs> um, the question that we need answering is, would you rather fight five duck-sized <laughs> rhinos or one rhino-sized duck? duck. Yeah. Hmm. I want to say rhino-sized duck. <gasps> Ooh. Like controversial. Why? Their body yes. density, their body density is so much less than like a rhino. Like rhinos are like really exactly. heavy and bulky. Yeah. Whereas I feel like you could, like if you did manage to get a few hits in on uh, something with the body density of a duck, you'd probably yeah, but, do a bit more damage. But surely, like <laughs> surely, like physics, can I just biology into this? Surely, <laughs> the body density of a rhino is partly due to the fact that it's massive. So if it's a duck size, that surely negates some of the some of the problem. Well, honey, you're a lot smaller than a rhino, but you still sink in water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, caller, thank you so Cutting. much. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you on. Have a great evening. Isn't it great to have lovely, supportive wives? There you go. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Callum's wife Sharice just called, and earlier that was my wife Alice. And uh, we're going to go over to Josh's wife now. 
Yes, sorry, there is currently no caller available, but that's fine, isn't it? Uh, I hear there are lots of girls snapping at your heels. 404, mate. page not found. That's Callum's uh, pet name from the Jury. Big duck. <laughs> the Big Duck. I'm the Big Duck because I'm a right quack up. Hey. Hey. So we've just had quite a balanced phone call there mm. from Alice wants to fight the miniature rhinos and Sharice would prefer to fight the Big Duck. Mm. Um, to give us a casting vote, we're going to go live to Cameraman Dan. Mm. Cameraman Dan, how are you? I'm all right. Good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Cameraman uh, Dan. Okay, that concludes this uh, segment of the podcast. <laughs> Would you rather fight one massive duck or five small duck-sized rhinos? Definitely duck-sized rhinos. Dan's going duck-sized rhinos. Yeah. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, the victory is... We prefer to fight the duck-sized rhinos. Small rhinos. That makes sense to me. Small rhinos. So what we've learned in this segment of the podcast is absolutely nothing. Nothing, yeah. And it's like <laughs> hopefully you've had a giggle along, um, which leads us really nicely, loosely, in some form of meandering absolutely way. Absolutely no way, way. Onto <laughs> the topic at hand today, right? So yeah. battles or fights. <laughs> now, you were brought up in battle. I was. But that's not the kind of battle Ooh, we're talking about. That link. Battle of Hastings, mate. Battle of Hastings. Mm. Callum fought in that, 1066. Did he? I'm 950 years old, yeah. Mm. yeah pretty good maths. Yeah. Looks about Quick right. Quick maths. <laughs> 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 yeah. looking, looking very good. And so we all go through battles, right? Fights mm. and series of events that cause us to worry or get anxious. We talked a bit about that last week, about how you battle fear and anxiety. But how do you, as a Christian like work through fights and hardship and remain, I don't know, focused in your walk with Jesus? Oof. That's a tough one. We all go through them though, I don't think we? you said that last week as well, Josh. <laughs> do you know when people do that? It's like interview technique, isn't it? When you repeat the question back or you say something smart to buy yourself extra time. Yeah, because you haven't prepared us for any of these Absolutely. questions. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I think one of the key things to remember is that that the battle is not us, mm. uh, especially if we're talking about in a spiritual way. Like the battle belongs to to God. I've actually Ooh. got a Bible verse. Slick. So yeah, like Chronicles twenty fifteen. Um, he said, "Listen, King Jehoshaphat." I think I need some brownie points for that. <laughs> and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you: Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours mm. but God's. Mm. I think. We've got to remember that in every situation we face, God's there with us. And that mm. includes the battles. Like he's, he's there with us. That's the king of heaven's armies there yeah. alongside us. And to be fair, I actually think sometimes, uh, like even though at the time you're in the battle, it's like, you're like, oh, why am I going through this time? What's the point? Why is this hardship happening to me? Sometimes you need to go through some of those because you mm, actually absolutely. learn. You actually learn some things, and obviously you might not understand in the moment. Uh, but when you have that perspe perspective of every hardship you go through, there's always something to learn from it. There's always something to gain from it. Yeah, you, it can completely change your view of like how you deal with it. Um, I think that's a really essential thing. Because, yeah, sometimes you, you grow from them. Yeah. All the time uh, like, for instance, the only fight I've ever been in, I learned that I'm not very good at fighting. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's needed. No, please, please elaborate. Um, I got into a row with someone on the bus and he punched me in the head and that was it. In the head? Is this I a true that story? Yeah. 
punch you in the head. I was in year eight. Year eight? Yeah. I, th- I was picturing like last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just a... It was a school bus. I got on the, the 47 <laughs> to Wigston. Oh, <and>, uh, <laughs> uh, that's very funny. Jim, have you ever been in a fight? I have, I have. It was a while ago, to be fair. It was in secondary school. South Wigston always had fights going on. But mine wasn't one of those ones that attracted the crowds. Because you knew there was a fight when you just see about a million year sevens yeah. running to the other end yeah. of the... <laughs> when it wasn't one of the ones that attracted the crowds, were you like just pulling each other's hair or something? <laughs> yeah, Can me. I tell you, like, even as a Christian kid, I still love running to the front to see yeah. a fight. And you just hear people just be like, that's a fight! And everyone's like, ah! fight, fight. Boy, 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 school, boy, boy. The word that we used... I don't know why, I don't, none of you will understand this, is rort. Rort? Anyone know that? Why? Oh, mate, there's a rort going on. Rort. No one ever heard that. Rort. That's a real Leicester phrase. Yeah, like rort. I've heard it, but I've it's never like, heard of like, it used. It, it means fight. Like as in yeah, yeah, you're yeah. rort in the fires that nah, forged like, you. No. Just a rort. You want a rort, mate? You want a rort? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all my Jismedo lads right there who understand that phrase. But yeah, no, mine was more, <laughs> it was more no of like a... In the world. <laughs> more like a pushing match. Like, yeah, it was just... Oh, yeah, that's not a fight. No, no, like there was like against the wall, but yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's a nice fight. So you got in a fight with a wall? Yeah, I just bumped <laughs> into the wall and it just knocked me out, and I'd say that was my fight. <laughs> so like the, one of the only fights I can really remember. I mean, we got in a couple of scuffles. I remember picking a fight with a kid called Stephen because he had a big head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, he was pick- bullying, mate. No, to be fair, he was picking on me for a long oh, time. Yeah, and in year six. I just had enough. That was usually that's usually what the bullies use as an excuse, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I, I, all right. So, <laughs> meandering again. However, I was talking about my cat with Alice, <laughs> and um, my cat's called Bandit, and he yeah. acts like one. And the the question that I asked her was, "Would you prefer him to be the bully or be bullied?" And I don't mm. know what the answer is. Be the bully, surely. That's what I said, but and I don't mean. If it was my kid, like, I'd definitely rather they were bullied. Oof. Yeah, because then... Ev- oh, are you talking about your kid or are you talking day. about a cat? I'm talking about the cat. Okay, because to be fair, when it's the bully, like, because my, my gran had cats and there was obviously a neighbourhood cat that always pick on them and everyone, all of them talk about the cat. So everyone will be talking about your cat behind, behind your yeah, back. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that, that, so I, I the have Smiths, this, their cat. I have this Walker's picture of cat. my cat and in my head, he goes outside... All the other cats come up to him and he goes, where's your lunch money? Yeah. <laughs> steals the leftover dinner. I don't know. Anyway, bullies, bullied. Um, Stephen. So I, I had a fight with this lad called Stephen in mm. year six because he was picking on me. But the only other fight I can really remember wasn't actually a fight. I had a friend around my house and we were playing in the garden behind massive field. And there was this group of travellers that had settled there mm. and they tried to pick a fight with us. And then I had to call my mum who um, wow. I called my dad to break it up. Yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> but the moral of the story there is, when you're in a fight, always call on a higher power. You see Ooh. what I did there? Yeah. Just brought us right nice. back on now track. Back. Nice. So you've got a Bible verse, Josh Gale. I do. About this topic. So if you're in the middle of a battle and things are hard and you don't know what the way out is, maybe you feel surrounded or you've got enemies, whether that's physical, emotional, spiritual, and you've got this passage you want to share with us. So 1 Samuel 17, 47, uh, it's all about, you know, David taking on Goliath. And in amongst this story, as this great verse, which says, all those gathered here will know that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give all of you into our hands. Talking to the Philistines. That's cool. So so in both of those passages, the concept being that actually if we're walking through a battle, that he can handle it and it's in his hands, not ours. Mm. There's almost this like upside down, 
like countercultural logic that we have as Christians to like, you know, when you're facing it, when you're coming up against the battle to lay down and let God do it for you. Whereas the world would say like, no, you've got to stand yeah. your ground. You've got to fight with everything you got. Society says, rely on your own strength, fight it out for yourself, try and endure. Yeah. Whereas we, we don't have to do that because we have Jesus. Jesus has already, he's fought all the battles. He's fought all the battles to come for us. Uh, and he can fight the battles that we're going into. And sometimes we actually need to give our troubles to him, mm. lay it at his feet um, and allow him to fight the battles because yeah. battle belongs battle belongs to God. I'm reminded of like several times in, um, in the Gospels where Jesus comes up against extreme opposition mm. because he knows it's not his time to die yet. He doesn't, mm. he doesn't fight it. Yeah, he, it's good. he leaves, he walks it's away. Because it's about fighting the right battles as well. Yeah, absolutely. So there is a part of that, actually, that when it comes to us as Christians, learning how to let God fight the battles that we shouldn't, but then also fighting the battles that we're called to fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for quite a long time, Christians, stereotypically at least, have been known for what they're against rather than yeah. what they're for. Yeah. Um, and actually, if you break it down, we are for all people because God loves yeah. all people. Yeah, absolutely. We can sometimes get caught in the intricacies of things that aren't actually that relevant in yeah. the grand scheme of eternity this this is a problem with like the the fighting all the fights mm. like if you if you try and stick at like you know really like come up against every single fight that you yeah. face every single challenge that you perceive to your faith mm. what happens is you get so stuck in the minutiae yeah. of the little fights that you mm. forget the overall strategy if it were which is love people share yeah. god's word yeah yeah no because I, I i saw this great a video on Instagram and it was this like metaphor. He had a uh, big rope and he just had the end of the rope and there was like a little bit in blue, like a tiny little bit of blue tape and then the rest of the rope was all red. And it was like um, labeling all these, talking about all these things that we worry about and think about too much uh, in this teeny bit of blue tape. And what was representing is that little bit of blue tape was our lives on earth. And how tiny that is. And we're thinking about all these teeny little parts of this small bit of blue tape when actually there is the whole eternity, which is all the rest of the rope. Yeah, it's good. Uh, And it's like, why are we worrying about what's going to affect this teeny bit of blue tape when actually we should be more worrying about what's going to affect the whole rest of the rope? Like, it's about what is actually the relevant fights we're fighting. Yeah. I I think we should always be fighting for eternity for everyone. That's the main thing, isn't it? Because there are some things that are important, but they're not the main thing. Mm. So I think as Christians, we should fight about things like climate change. Like Mm. we should have a voice to say, let's do better as a people, especially the people of God, to preserve Mm. the world that he's given us. And I think we should fight for stuff like that. But it's not the main thing. Because the main thing is people's souls who are eternal. So Mm. like, how do we learn to fight for stuff that is important Mm. whilst, like you said, keeping perspective Mm. on eternity? And the only things in this world that are eternal are people. Yeah. But how do you know which fight's the right one to take? And I just want to say, like, asking, sometimes asking those sort of questions isn't a bad thing. Like asking, you know, what God says on this. It's not a bad thing, but it's whether you have your mindset fixed on that. It's that if you live out your life... um, trying to answer those questions and not answering the bigger questions. And if I, I can add on top of yeah. that, like, I do think there are definitely, like, God puts things, like, burdens Very people's good. hearts with specific yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, like, yeah, there'll be people who are really, really burdened by climate change, mm. and we need those people. And yeah, to fight absolutely. For absolutely. Yeah. Um, just like there's people, so 
my sister-in-law Sky really has a heart for refugees. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's not saying that we shouldn't all have a heart no. for refugees, but she's particularly burdened by Very it, you good. know. Very but she's like we can't all be burdened to the extent that she is with yeah. that yeah. over every little thing. And that's it. Yeah. That's brilliant. Um, mm. Otherwise, be just become exhausted and burnt yeah. out. Because mm. if we were all passionate about all good things, mm. we'd have nothing to give. Mm. Yeah. Because the only person that can be burdened with all those things is Jesus. That's it, man. Yeah. That's it. So like, if you're passionate about climate change, especially if you're a Jesus follower and you're listening to this, keep on banging the drum. Yeah. Keep on making a sound. Keep on letting yourself be heard. Mm. Because we need people of God to step up and take responsibility. Yeah. And the same way that if you're passionate about refugees, yeah. then keep fighting for the freedom of refugees. Yeah. Keep yeah. fighting for people who are seeking asylum, even in our country, even down at Open Hands, mm. down the road from where we run church, the sister charity, that we work with has people coming in seeking care and freedom seeking asylum and actually we should fight for those people Absolutely. because their souls are eternal mm. 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 there's also the flip side though of if you're not burdened by anything wow then oh. may, maybe there's a little bit of a challenge of you to Love find something which does yeah do you think as christians there are certain things that we should all fight for Mm. And then certain things that are specific to us as individuals, like you said about your mm. sister-in-law, Sky. there are certain things that are burdened on individuals to fight mm. on top of the other cause. Mm. Mm. Definitely think there's seasons that we go through as a church as well. So mm. recently it's been, you know, it's been a real big push in the world. Yeah. And I think we should definitely reflect as a church as well about like tackling racial inequality. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And that's at the moment, I, I mean, I'm not the authority on it, but I believe that's something that every person who, you know, calls himself a Christian should be burdened to, ex yeah, to some yeah, extent. Yeah, completely. I think, yeah, let's be, let's be burdened with people, you know. Let's be burdened where, with where they're going to end up. Let's be burdened with the journey they're going on. Um, let's not be burdened with, um, like, you know, how are we meant to dress? Are you allowed tattoos? Let's not be burdened with things like that. Yeah. Let's have our mind fixed on giving people a shot at a never-ending life. Yeah. Yeah, come on. So, like, almost to sum that up, fight for whatever God's laid on your heart. Yeah. As long as it submits with His will for people for eternity. Yeah. yeah. Is that where we're going? Yeah. We so should we should never get to the point where we're fighting so much for a cause that we forget about the people. Wow. Mm. Very good. Very mm. good. So if you're fighting a battle at the moment and you don't have a way out, take courage by those two verses that have been shared, mm. both saying the same thing. The battle is not yours, but God's. So yeah. if you're in a season and you're listening or you're watching this, where actually life is really hard and you feel like you're surrounded, you can't see a way out. Maybe it's time just to lift up your hands to stop fighting yourself and say, Lord, I trust this battle into you. Mm. Um, and for those of you who are wondering, what do I fight for? What do I stand for? then like Josh has shared, why not look at everything through the lens of eternity mm. and understand what's really worth our time and effort and mm. then allow God to impress things onto our heart on top mm. of that main cause. Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. Cool. Well, hopefully that's helpful for some of you. <laughs> um, Josh, do you want to just pray as we wrap things up? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lord, uh, we thank you that you are there to fight our battles, mm. Lord. You are there when we need you. Uh, you're there whether we're going through amazing times in our life or we're going through really hard times. Uh, and we are thankful that you have the strength, you have the endurance that we don't, Lord. You have the perseverance that we don't uh, to carry on and to tackle those battles for us. Uh, I just pray for all of us here and for everyone watching, Lord, that uh, we would realize that sometimes 
we need to let you fight our battles, mm. uh, that the battle does belong to you, yeah. Lord. Uh, we can't do anything without you, mm. uh, but with you, we can do all things, Lord. And sometimes, yeah, uh, yeah I just pray we can uh, let, let, our, let go of our worries, let go of our troubles, and just lay it at your feet, lay it into your hands, Lord, and let you fight the battles for us. I just pray that over everyone here. I uh, just bless that, bless them if they're going through issues, Lord, that they would uh, come to some sort of peace in this mm. time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Cool. Well, tune in next week yeah. where we've got some very exciting topics to uh, discuss with you. We're not going to give you them now. We're going to keep you all in deep suspense. Yeah. But we'll see you next week. Be blessed. Catch mm. you soon. See you soon. See you later. Thank you.